Hey guys, it's Sinead Darcy and you are listening to Girls Let's Talk. So today I want to talk about voting. Okay, don't click off yet. (laughs) Just hear me out. Okay, I know there's a lot of controversy about whether your vote counts, whether it matters, whether your one vote really makes a difference. And we're going to get into that in a second. But the bottom line is, if you don't vote for yourself, who will? Okay, and if you're saying right now, Ugh, I'm not into politics, that means you have the privilege not to. Okay, and if you don't care about sharing your voice, think about it this way. There are so many people that need your help to amplify their voices. Okay, racism is still alive and it's really alive as ever. Sexism, homophobia, transphobia, so much more. We got to fight for what's right and we got to vote. Okay, voting wasn't always a right for all Americans. The Constitution originally didn't even specify who could or not vote. It just said how we could vote. Article 1 of the Constitution said that members of the Senate and House of Representatives would both be elected directly by popular vote. The president, though, would be elected by electoral college. The electoral college gives a number of representative votes per state typically based on the population of that state. This was supposed to give balance between the popular vote and the state representatives in Congress to elect a president. The states were the ones that mostly ended up deciding who could vote since it wasn't specified in the Constitution. All the way into the 1800s, land-owning white men were eligible to vote while white women, black people, and other disadvantaged groups of the same time were excluded from voting, known as disenfranchisement. Even today, voter suppression is a huge problem throughout the country. Some politicians try to win re-election by limiting the number of specific populations of voters, like African Americans. It wasn't until the 15th Amendment was passed in 1869 that black men were allowed to vote. Even the voters would get hit with poll taxes, literacy tests, and other things that were put in place to suppress people from wanting to vote. This happened until the 24th Amendment in 1964. This stopped the poll tax and the Voting Rights Act of 1965 ended Jim Crow laws. Women were not able to vote until 1920. This is why women started the women's suffrage movement that got us the 19th Amendment. So now all American citizens over the age of 21 could vote by the 1960s. It was in 1971 that the age of voting was changed to 18. They decided that if a person was old enough to serve their country in the military that they should be allowed to vote. Now, this is probably the part you want me to say that our vote doesn't actually matter. But it actually does, and there has been some really close elections. In 2000, Al Gore narrowly lost the Electoral College vote to George W. Bush. 
The election came down to a recount in Florida, where Bush had won the popular vote by such a small margin that it triggered an automatic recount in a Supreme Court case, Bush versus Gore. In the end, Bush won Florida by 0.009% of the votes cast in the state, or 537 votes. Had 600 or more pro-Gore voters gone to the polls in Florida, that November, there may have been an entirely different president from 2000 to 2008. And most recently, Donald Trump defeated Hillary Clinton in 2016 by securing a close electoral college win. Although the election did not come down to a handful of votes on one state, Trump's votes in the electoral college decided a tight race. Clinton had won the national popular vote by nearly 3 million votes, but the concentration of Trump voters in key districts in swing states like Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan helped seal enough electoral votes to win the presidency. Yeah, our votes don't elect the president directly. But when our votes come together in a voting district, it matters when it comes to the electoral results which do elect the president. Make sense? And local and state elections matter too. That directly affects you. Local elections are decided by smaller groups of voters too. So get your voice heard. A Portland State University study found that fewer than 15% of eligible voters were turning out to vote for mayors, council members, and other local offices. That means that only a small amount of people that you may not agree with are making all the important local decisions. So your vote really matters. So since you're voting... Stay informed on political issues locally and nationally. Talk to your friends and family, even if you can't vote. Use social media or your school newspaper and volunteer. There are so many countries around the world that don't have the freedom to vote. And even Americans didn't have the right back in the day. So let your voice be heard. And guys, stand up for what is right. And if you're young, young voters account for half of the voting population, making them a powerful political force. Young people need to vote to directly influence issues that might affect their lives for years to come. And guys, no matter your political view, if you're a Republican, if you're a Democrat, I want you to remember that there is a right and there is a wrong. Everyone should feel safe and heard. So vote for black rights. Vote for trans rights. Vote for human rights. And be on the right side of history. Thank you guys so much for listening in today. Please register to vote and go vote. Future generations will thank you. All right, guys, that's all for today. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, you are enough. See you next time.